fighting against the woke establishment, rhino Republicans, and anyone else that stands in his way. This is the Samuel McGuire Show on Red Future Radio. Hello and welcome. This is the Samuel McGuire Show on the Red Future Radio Network. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope all of you had a wonderful weekend, and let's celebrate because the Bengals are in the playoffs. That's right. Uday Nation, baby, go Joe Burrow, and go the Bengals. So good to see them in the playoffs. Uh, remember, Blackout Coffee, if you would love to support the show and buy some wonderful coffee or hot chocolate or wonderful merch, they have it all. Blackout Coffee Co. Use promo code TSMS to support the show. We thank you so much for that. All righty, let's go ahead and jump into episode 100. A lot of crazy, crazy things been happening. Obviously, you have the uh, speaker election, Kevin McCarthy. Finally, being elected in the 15th round. Wow. Took way too long. This is, this is, I mean, it didn't take way too long. I guess I should repeat my answer there. Um, it's nice to see Congress actually debating once, right? This is probably the first time Congress has actually debated in hundreds of years, hundreds of years, excuse me. And, uh, you know, it's good to see. So our republic is supposed to work, correct? Um, and there is Republicans that are standing up against the other Republicans. You'd love to see it. I just wish Democrats would stand up against other Democrats because how radical they're going. But, you know, maybe one day. Maybe one day. Okay, let's go ahead and get into what we're going to be talking about today on the show. First thing's going to be, is Margie Taylor Green, the congresswoman from Georgia's 14th district, is she become swamp? All right, so we're going to be talking about that. An update on the Ohio Speaker of the House. We'll be talking about that. An update on Andrew and Tristan Tate. And then we'll finish it off with the most important thing of the day, and that is the verse of the day. We've got to bring Jesus Christ into our lives and uh, onto the show. It's so important to get people to know the message of Jesus Christ. So if you haven't known him, please get to know him. Get to know the Word of God. It's so good. So good. All right, let's go ahead and move on. So... <clears throat> A lot of the question, a lot of people are asking, a lot of conservatives, right? Because everybody has, you know, been over backwards and has stuck up for Marjorie Taylor Greene for, you know, as long as she's been in Congress, right? And as long as she's been in the spotlight. But now she has literally taken a 360, uh, or excuse me, a 60 degree turn, or 180, excuse me, my goodness. She's taken a 180 degree turn and has totally went the opposite direction, in my opinion. Okay. And with this whole election of, Kevin McCarthy and how hard she pushed. And remember, ladies and gentlemen, we could see uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene's support for Kevin McCarthy long before the election even happened for Speaker. Okay, so it's like, well, we kind of knew this was already happening, right? And I'd hate to, like, go out there and have to call good, solid conservatives freaking, you know, establishment shills or they have sold out 100% and you know whatnot and in my opinion ladies and gentlemen if you sell out a little bit you've sold out okay you can't sell out a little bit and then expect to have you know all of your poll in congress that you used to have if you weren't sold out so um there's just this video and uh it's crazy you see uh marjorie taylor green going to wearing face masks that say trump won on the house floor to going on fox news interviews and saying that joe biden is the is the legitimate president of the United States. All right. So we're going to play this clip, uh, clip real quick. Excuse me. And, you know, I just want, I'd like to know your guys' thoughts on it. And in my opinion, after hearing this, after hearing 
her say this so, you know, easily. Ladies and gentlemen, I think it's time to start calling out Marjorie Taylor Greene, and I think it's time to start questioning her and seeing what her real motives are. All right, here we go. Can we play the clip, please? He also didn't vote to certify the Electoral College results for Joe Biden. Um, do you think that's an important thing to the base even today? Oh, it's very important. Well, what I was pointing out is the same people that conservatives were holding up in high esteem don't necessarily have those voting records while they're at the same time criticizing Kevin McCarthy, who does. Right. Kevin McCarthy did object on January 6th, and he's been a top target of the Democrats and the January 6th so committee. So do you believe that Joe Biden is a legitimately elected president? Of course Joe Biden's the president. That's always a silly question. Okay, I wasn't trying to be silly. I was trying to just clarify. Uh, we have about half a minute left. Um, as you know, what a lot of media are saying now is, oh, you know, McCarthy gave away too much. He's weakened his speakership, especially when the number of members required to do a snap vote of whether he should stay in that chair went down from five to one. Is, was that a big deal in the machinations here? Well, no, I'll go with this. And this is what I've said from the beginning before we ever got into this week. The most important thing that every single member has is their voting card. There's only 222 Republicans and we need 218 to pass anything. That's where the magic happens. And so the big fight that happened this week, I think that a lot of it was really unnecessary and, and just a bunch of fanfare that helps popularity on the internet but doesn't produce results now we have a speaker that we can produce results with and we have to do that by coming together to get 218 yeah that's where our power lies and so with this rules package let's be very real we've got a biden white house we have a democrat controlled senate mm -hmm. and we got to get to 218 to accomplish anything right ultimately washington it's about the math that's Mar right marjorie taylor green thank you so much for coming in today thank you for having me yeah. so right there ladies and gentlemen <clears throat> You see how she uh, says, well, they're just doing it for theater, more or less, or doing it for fan favors, or trying to get you know, likes on the internet or anything else. <clears throat> it's crazy, because that's exactly what Marjorie Taylor Greene does. I mean, um, what happened just, there was something crazy, okay, that happened with Joe Biden, and I think it was him falling asleep somewhere, Him, he, he said something in a speech. Two minutes later, after that, Marjorie Taylor Greene has her clothing line, her merch, you know, designed for that exact moment, right? Or whatever Joe Biden did at that exact time to make fun of him or whatnot or to troll him. She's selling t-shirts. <laughs> so, and, and also, too, let's talk about all the money she takes from speeches, right? All the money she has gathered from speeches. Lots and lots of money. We got to start calling these people out. We got to start seeing what 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 they're uh, what they're you know what are they trying to accomplish? You know, and that's what that's what also too. She she was basically going after Matt Gates, saying that he's not accomplishing anything. Lord Lord Lauren Boebert and Matt Gates accomplished more in Congress than freaking I have ever seen in my lifetime. That I can tell you. I mean, it's like they don't even do anything anymore. Seriously. And it's nice to see them debate and argue. And then also, you have the col or the uh, congressman from Alabama getting a little bit heated on the House floor and have to be restrained and held back against Matt Gates. That's what Congress is all about, ladies and gentlemen. That's what the legislators did back in the day. I've heard that they've went outside and done drag out fist fights and fist fights inside the uh, chambers. But then you go out, you regroup yourself, you clean up your blood if you're cut, and then you come out and you vote again. I mean, this is just how it, it's American. Right?
And also to see Matt Gates be such a good sportsman, uh, good sportsman that he is, he forgives, you know, his fellow colleague. He understands why he's upset. He understands that we need that type of discussion in the house floors. He likes the energy. I like the energy. I think everybody should keep that same energy. You have to. Because that's how you get stuff done in reality. We need to put our foot to the floor and be like, you know, upset with while the way our country is going because it's a total disaster. People are losing money left and right. You're paying more taxes. Your heat bill costs more. Your electric bill costs more. Your gas bill costs more. Everything costs more. And I want people to be rich. I want people to be wealthy. I want people to live the American dream. I want people to be happy and spend money on stuff they want, not stuff they need. Because that's what it's kind of coming down to in life recently, in my opinion. You know, no one can spend money on what they want, right? No one can go on those wonderful vacations that they've wanted to go on and do all those wonderful things. But that's, that's, that's seriously what we need to get our country back to, you know. Fiscal responsibility, and that's something I hope that the Speaker of the House brings. No one seems like they know how to balance a checkbook. My goodness. And a lot of these people are small business owners, were, you know, supposedly you know, former small business owners. And they absolutely don't know how to spend money. <clears throat> and I would just have to say, because it's not their money, it's our money. And the reason that they're spending so much is because they're probably getting half of it. The money going to Ukraine is just nonsense. We should not be funding Ukraine. We should not, we should not worry about Ukraine. Ukraine is not our problem, ladies and gentlemen. All right. Call me like a meanie head. Call me a Nazi or a Russian supporter or a Putin lover for saying that. Whatever. It's not even true. It's not even amount close to being correct. But, you know, it's a good try. But, you know, we need to stop setting money to Ukraine. We need to stop being so crazy about supporting them and all the crap that they do. Before we get an update on the uh, Ohio speaker, and we won't take too much time on that because it's just a little short story. Uh, I think, you know, it's, it's interesting to know, but before we get into that, there's something that I wanted to add to the schedule here or to the, uh, show here, but for some reason it's not in the show notes, but it's a good thing I remembered. Pray for the people of Brazil, ladies and gentlemen. Obviously we know we have a lot of conservative, godly, Christian, wonderful, freedom loving people in the great country of Brazil. And we understand that they just had a rough election couple months ago with obviously the liberal not conservative uh, leader winning that race and obviously thousands hundreds and millions of people in Brazil are upset and they want to uh, obviously overturn the election about how like we were doing here in the great great country of America but What's going on right now is, if you haven't seen, because the media is definitely not reporting on it, thousands and thousands of people are rallying and storming their capital. So, as you can tell, a lot of people around the world are absolutely fed up with election fraud. They're absolutely fed up with cheating. And leaders not giving a crap about them. Because that's honestly what is going on here, ladies and gentlemen. Leaders are not giving a crap about us. 
and they are doing everything they can to destroy us. Absolutely everything. We have to learn how to fight back. And this is, this is us fighting back. This is, this is the uh, human race fighting back. I support Brazil and them being a nationalist country just as much as I support the people here wanting to support America, you know, and, and being for America. I think nationalism is a great thing. I think we should learn more about that. If you don't know what it is, which I'm sure most of you do, not, if not all of you, look into it and see how you can do better. You know, don't ask what your country can do for you, but what you can do for your country. As John F. Kennedy said, such a great president. But the people are upset in Brazil. A lot of people are being arrested too. Uh, there's a, some crazy news, you know, coming out of there. So it's kind of hard to obviously decipher what is true and what's false. So we're going to be waiting a couple of days before we go ahead and, you know, spit all of that out there to you guys. And let you know what's going on. We want to make sure you have all the accurate data. But as you can tell, people are on the run. People are very upset and they do not like what's going on. It's very depressing to see that more countries are being corrupt because they have to stop the idea of conservatism and the idea of nationalism. They want globalism, ladies and gentlemen. We have to fight back. If they win and if they get globalism, ladies and gentlemen, we are done as a human race. They're going to try to turn us into robots, slaves, whatever they can do so we cannot think or do anything for ourselves. But... If we keep fighting, if we keep being, you know, America first, if we keep being whoever, whoever country you're out there, your country first, you know, because I, I know it's hard to like, well, you know, you just have to be, you have to be proud of your country. It's very important. It's a very important thing. But play for Brazil. I love Brazil. Rio is such a wonderful movie. And, uh, you know, with all the birds, it's a beautiful place. I'd love to go to Brazil, that I can tell you. And, uh, just pray for the people there. Pray for the people. A lot of amazing people. A lot of hardworking people. But please pray for them. And hopefully their country can be, you know, reinstored. And the best is yet to come for them. Alrighty, so an update on the Speaker of the House in the state of Ohio. Obviously, we have a General Assembly there. Majority Republican. Very majority they're doing a very good job <clears throat> at electing Republicans. But are they good Republicans? Um, usually not. Usually not. And this is why, ladies and gentlemen, this is why. We've already talked about the Democrat allies with the Democrat Republicans that elected the rhino Jason Stevens to become the Speaker of the House. But it's pretty crazy. It is pretty crazy to see what's going on here. Because Derek Merriman's now fighting back, or at least talking back. Ohio Rep. Derek Merriman says that Jason Stevens used his father's death to become Speaker of the House. 
Wow. I mean, Ridley? Father's death? So, apparently, Jason, Stephen, and his supporters of him to be Speaker of the House were stepping up their efforts to stop him from becoming Speaker of the House while he was in the hospice with his dying father. I guess Merriman, a Republican from Toledo, he's up in that area, said he tried to reach out to Stevens and his fellow Republican supporters only to get a non-committal response. He also said that he held discussions with House Democrats and agreed to many of their requests. Through Democrats ended up with Stevens' GOP allies to elect Stevens' speaker. Excuse me, to elect Stevens' to be the speaker on Thursday, or excuse me, Tuesday. There have been rumblings since Merriman won the House GOP caucus vote in November that Stevens would back, would buck tradition and continue to fight to become speaker, which he did. And it's crazy to think that there isn't more pushback from other Republicans here, the 47 Republicans. Stevens only got 22 GOP votes on Tuesday. Nine votes less than he got in the House GOP caucus vote. However, Stephen wins after all 32 House Democrats voted for him. And the weeks prior to that, Merriman said he talked with Stevens and held meetings with a number of Republicans who later voted for Stevens, offering at least one powerful committee chairmanship. Merriman said he spoke with Stevens on December 20th before it was clear to Merriman that Stevens would be tried to become Speaker. To discuss committee chairmanships, Merriman said Stevens asked to take Merriman's spot on the Ohio Redistricting Commission, which will draw the new legislative districts for the 2024 election. But Merriman said he turned down the request. So obviously, <laughs> this is going to be a good thing too. This This whole deal with the uh, redistricting and I'm sure a lot of you are you know getting familiar with that it's kind of you know it's tough to follow it's not the easiest but we have to redo those in 2024 so if the 82 is any district any different or if we somehow I can challenge um, um, I don't know why I can't think of his name right now wow it's very sad but he's up there in the 81st district um would most definitely make it happen. You heard that on the show today. We would definitely be running. Jim Hoops. Sorry about that. Now I, now I remember Jim Hoops. But um, yes, we would definitely be challenging Jim Hoops if he were to decide to, you know, or if that district would come down in, you know, my area. Because right now I'm with Roy, and I'm actually agreeing with what Roy's doing. Roy, Roy voted for Darren, Darren for speaker, Derek for speaker, excuse me. So that's, you know, that's a good start to his voting in the Ohio House. We like to see that. It's wonderful. But it's kind of crazy. I mean, this Jason Stevens guy will snoop pretty low and do about every, anything, obviously, to get elected. And it's uh, very sad to see that he used his father's death, you know, to, to get what he wanted and to get that Speaker, speaker of the House vote. Um, now it's going to be hard to pass, you know, very good bills like backpack bills you know, real backpack bills, not the one that's kind of introduced in the House now. I think there's some uh, shady things when it comes to uh, homeschooling. You know, I want to make sure our homeschooling parents 
have as much freedoms as they can because that's what they deserve. But, um, you know, let's pray for Derek in the loss of his father. Uh, yeah, we wish him the best, and we hope that, uh, you know, uh, peace be with him and his family. It's a big deal. All righty, moving on. Uh, let's go ahead and get an update on Andrew and Tristan Tate. So I have a small update. Now, remember, the news out of Romania is just, it, it's not its not good, okay? Last time we talked uh, about Andrew and Tristan, they were out and they were released, okay? Day, a day after that, right? Excuse me. A day after that, Andrew and Tristan were now going to be in custody for 30 days, and they're going to be held for 30 days. That's who's that's just what we're hearing. We're hearing really nothing else. So then we hear there's been a medical emergency with Andrew. Now, is it Andrew or is it Tristan or is it both? So apparently they're doing routine medical procedures. And whether that means vaccines, I don't know what they're giving them as they sit in this. Prison. I don't know what Romania's, you know, laws are or rules are for their people in their prisons. I'm sure they have some type of vaccine, and you know, if if they if they gave them something, which most likely they could. And remember, Andrew Tate. You know, and I'm not saying I agree with everything Andrew Tate says or Tristan Tate. Okay, but I, I really do respect what they're doing for uh, the male population. And getting off their butts and starting to become, you know, men again. Because we have some really big wimps in this world. And we have some people that are cowards. And we have some people that would not stick up for a woman if they were getting beat up. I mean, that is just nonsense. I mean, you literally, no matter who that woman is, you just, you, you, step, in, you step in the way and you protect that woman. And that's what we need to, you know, that's what we need to learn and figure out what is true and what's not. But anyway, they predicted it. Okay. First, they try to silence you and ban you and cancel you. Okay, they've already done that. That's the first strike. Second strike, they're going to try to jail you. Put you in jail, lock you up, make something up, ruin your uh, reputation, etc. Thirdly, they're going to kill you. So they have them jailed. They have them canceled. Medical emergency, routine uh, medical procedures, blah, 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 blah. That's what that's what the media is reporting. That's what apparently is 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 what we're being told is going on. And then all of a sudden, healthy, fit, young, younger male is having a, a, a medical uh, scare. Uh, it's it's not good. Okay, I can tell you that Andrew Tate will not and did not kill himself if he ends up dead. Um, I, I you got to pray for him too. And anybody you know in his circle, Aiden Ross. The Nilk boys, you know, I really do appreciate all of, uh, like, Aiden, you got to have some balls to be able to go out and, and, and do that, especially as young as he is. Like, you know, you could definitely be canceled. You could be killed. You could lose everything that he has. Uh, that's why I wish the Paul brothers would be a little bit more, you know, into helping the humanity, humanity itself, instead of just helping their own pockets and laying their own pockets in their own careers and whatnot. You know, Aiden, I really do respect what he's doing. And the Nook boys for, you know, having, having, uh, uh, giving um, Andrew a platform to talk on because obviously he's banned everywhere else. 
So therefore, you know, uh, a lot of cool things are going on when you, you, you hear from them and you get their, you get their thoughts on things. It's very important. It's a good deal. But, uh, we're going to be talking about this. We're going to be following this. I, I hope that they're out soon and safe again, but I can tell you that everything is confiscated at their mansions and at their properties. I think everything is just being searched through by the feds, and I really don't know what's to come with them. Um, you know, we can all just hope for the best. Obviously, you are innocent until proven guilty, so we're going to think that he is an innocent man. Both of these men are innocent until someone proves them guilty, but remember, I mean... Unless I don't see some hardcore evidence, pictures, you know, emails, screenshots, whatever, it's going to be hard for me to believe if they do convict him with anything. Okay. And right now they're trying to predict or convict him with human sex trafficking. So that's a big deal. And some lover boy stuff, which I've done some research on, like, you know, uh, there's all types of different sex trafficking. And apparently they're trying to accuse him for some type of lover boy uh, tactic like where you get the girl to obviously grow in love with you and fall in love with you by luring them with, you know, different things like private jets and whatnot. But, <clears throat> you know, it, it, it is going to be, uh, it's going to be an interesting outcome that I can tell you, whatever may happen. And, uh, I just hope Tristan is able to, uh, come out of that cell one day and, uh, or wherever he is that room and, and, uh, you know, Talk about what is going on and let the people know what happened. Because, ladies and gentlemen, in 2023, I'm searching for happiness and I'm searching for truth. And I believe all of you should too, and I hope you all have happiness. But more happiness, I would say. I have happiness in my life, but I just want more happiness and I want more truth for 2023. All right. We'll finish it off with the verse of the day here. Almost went half hour so i hope all of you enjoy the show thank you all for listening i love you all very 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 much and i enjoy doing this so hopefully soon we'll get out that uh you know uh excuse me sorry i'm looking up the verse of the day but we'll get out the uh, venmo or something to where you guys can support the show because i know many of you have want, many of you want to and that's what we're trying to do but we're working on sponsorships and, and different other trips and whatnot. So, you know, we, we will continue to, to do what we need to do to, you know, get along and move along. And, but I know we did miss two very good events uh, down in Columbus Thursday and Friday. Um, it's very, it's my fault. And, you know, I wish we were able to get there, but we weren't. And, you know, it is what it is. But that's one thing also, too, I want to talk about before we move on to the verse of the day, before we let go. Uh, the chairman of the Ohio Republican Party was picked Okay, and we're going to be talking about him and what he is about uh, Wednesday. Hopefully, we're going to be having a guest on and a very special guest, somebody who comes on frequently. So you'll love you'll love to have him. It's a good dude. All right, so this comes from the book of Luke, chapter one, verse thirty-seven. Nothing is impossible for God. Comes out of the book of Luke, chapter one, verse thirty-seven. So important to uh, get Jesus Christ into your life and, uh, you know, read him, seek him. If you haven't asked him uh, into your heart, please do. I believe, uh, you know, Jesus can change your life and change a lot of the outcomes and, you know, whatever's going on, whether you're battling depression, you know, you're battling, uh, you know, 
what job you should pick or maybe if you should quit your job and start a new career or, you know, uh, relationships, dating, marriage, all the rest. He definitely uh, will be there to help guide you and, you know, push you in the right direction and where you need to go. And I think that's a very important thing in our life. And, uh, you know, I just want you guys to have that as well. So make sure you, you know, seek him and, uh, you know, make sure everybody else is too because, with all of us knowing Jesus Christ, I think we can have a really, really good world uh, that I can tell you. But hope you all enjoyed uh, the 100th episode. I'm so happy that we've stuck with it this long. I hope I continue to keep going, and I hope you all continue to keep watching the show. This means so much uh, to continue to do this stuff. It really does. Thank you so much for listening. I look forward to bringing you more news, content, interviews, and talk shows. If you haven't already, please check out our website, theredfutureradio.com. And my social media is at Samuel C. McGuire. We have Facebook, Twitter, True Social, Instagram, Getter, Telegram, Frank Social, TikTok. My email is samuelcmcguire at gmail.com. God bless every single one of you. Take care and have a great week. This is the Samuel McGuire Show on Red Future Radio.